0: WXDX-FM, Pittsburgh. in Florida, but first please do indulge me. I knew eventually that Juju Smith-Schuster's social media addiction would get him in trouble. John Wall of the Washington Wizards, that's NBA, he ruptured his Achilles tendon just walking around his house. Wall will be out for over a year. So Juju gave him crap on Instagram. He posted, Brock, what you doing at the crib and then a laughing emoji. And John Wall responded, quote, funny guy and all that, but I'll see you around, bro." Unquote. And let's make no mistake, John Wall would beat Juju's ass up and knock Juju's ass out, even on crutches. Yo, dude's career gets interrupted, and Juju's making fun. See, that's what happens when you think everything's funny. Sometimes it's not. Believe me, I know. This is the Mark Madden Show. You like it, you love it, you want more of it, 412-333-WXDX is the number to call, or you can follow me on Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. Juju will disappoint all of you. I guarantee it. Juju will yet disappoint all of you. But the real story is, details have emerged in the matter of Antonio Brown's domestic disputes. Uh, The latest is, it was last month in Hollywood, Florida, and one of A.B.'s baby mamas said that A.B. pushed her to the ground with two hands after they argued about who was going to pay for their daughter's haircut. Right, because A.B. could hardly afford that. When the baby mama wouldn't leave, A.B. pushed her out the door. The baby mama said her wrist was hurt and had a photo taken by a crime scene technician, but did not file a victim affidavit. A.B.'s attorney called the allegations baseless and false. The NFL will now investigate, and their standard of proof is far lower than a court's. The NFL's investigation could result in a suspension of Brown, but the league's investigations generally take time, so the Steelers could be trying to trade Brown without it being known if he's going to get suspended. And that's going to drive his value in a trade down even more. Even more. I'm pretty sure we're talking no better than a third-round pick at this point. Now, let me make clear. Just because A.B. is accused doesn't mean he did it. Now, let me predict this is going to resolve itself with A.B. apologizing to the Steelers and basically begging to come back Because he's minimized all his other options. You watch, that's what's going to happen. He won't mean a word of that apology. And as soon as he's back, he'll become A-B again. But that's what's going to happen because... Who's going to want to trade for this Jamoke... When he threw furniture off the balcony? He drove 100 miles per hour and got pulled over. He quit the team in Week 17. And all that's just in the past year... And now you got the domestic dispute thing, too. Trading for A.B. now, after the domestic dispute thing, that would be a PR nightmare for whatever team would get him. That domestic abuse stuff would be in the headline the day A.B. got traded to his new team. In the headline in the city where A.B. goes. But the Steelers will have no problem bringing back A.B., Even if the allegations of domestic abuse are confirmed because they've done it before. What the Steelers should do is cut A.B. right now and be the Steelers again. Oh, that wouldn't do the job in one fell swoop, but it would at least finally point them in the right direction. It would finally say that enough is enough. The Steelers, this team, so unlikable. And even if it is only a couple guys that are unlikable, they're unlikable enough for everybody on the roster and in the organization. Cut Antonio Brown. Let's fix the Steelers. Like Henry David Thoreau and Rosa Parks and David Lee Roth when he left Van Halen, we can say enough, enough injustice. 412 333. Ninety-nine thirty-nine is the number to call. The Penguins disappointed me last night. Yuck. They lost 4-0 at home to Carolina and just looked, uh, they looked so unthreatening. It was 80s night, maybe that was apropos, because the Penguins lost a lot of games in the 80s, and I was there for almost all of them. But Carolina had way more zone time. Murray landed a bad goal to make it 1-0, and then he practice today. He has an upper body injury, not a concussion, Mike Sullivan said. Murray will make the road trip. The Penguins really miss Gino as much as Gino has struggled sometimes. They really need Schultz back like right now. And the Penguins didn't get a shot for the first 11 minutes of the third period. It's yet another home loss, and afterwards, Sully tried to make it sound like it could have gone either way. But that's nonsense. There was only going to be one winner last night, and now the Penguins have three games on the road, and one is at Tampa, and one is at Red Hot Philadelphia. I don't want to say the Penguins are in danger of not making the playoffs, and I don't have to, because the standings say that. The Penguins are just four points clear of Buffalo and Carolina, who were the first teams at the playoffs. The Penguins are making it an awful slippery slope. That said, it's not time to panic or point fingers. Too many people tend to forget that a ton of players on this team have won two Stanley Cups, some even three. The coach and GM have been a big part of all that. If any team deserves Pittsburgh's patience, it's the Penguins right now. I don't think fixing this team is a matter of making a big move. And by the way, Jim Rutherford said today he thinks he's done with trains. I'm not sure... I believe that, but what the Penguins need to fix themselves is play the game with more structure and maybe play the game with a bit more humility, but I see people point fingers at Jack Johnson. Yo, how many NHL teams have a great number six defenseman in a 31 team league? Johnson's not been great, but he isn't great. Of course, people blame Murray because he's the goalie and Latang and Mata because your stupidity is a hard habit to break. This team has won two Stanley Cups in the last three years and is 9-1 in playoff series. The playoff series they lost was to the eventual Cup champs in six games and game six went to overtime and Pittsburgh hit the post in overtime. That's pretty close. Perhaps the Penguins won't win the Cup. Perhaps their window is closing. But it's too early to conclude that, especially given the lack of a great team in their division and I'm still not convinced they couldn't beat Tampa. Heck, they did just last week. Now, I do have a few suggestions. When Schultz returned, sit Johnson for a game or two. Let Rikla keep playing. Just to get Johnson some perspective and a fresh start. And then put Johnson back in. Keep in mind, Johnson is a physical presence on defense. And you don't need a lot of that, but you need some of that. Don't believe what Sid says about Simone. Believe what the video reveals and what the stats tell you. Simone is not a top six. Give Bukestad a try on Sid's line. And Shazam, that's going to happen. That combination was used in practice today. Failing that, use Hornquist on Sid's right wing. Sid's line needs some size and grit no matter what he thinks. Sid can't be the biggest guy on his line. Shoot more on the power play. That's cliched fanboy stuff except... The opposition PK doesn't respect the perimeter shot because it's not coming. They pack the PK in down low, and the Penguins can't get passes through the box for that kill shot they always search for. Manage leads better, use more structure, score in situation, blah, 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 but that last little flurry would fall on deaf ears because the Penguins just want to score. Mike Sullivan is a terrific coach, one of the best in franchise history, but I'm not sure the Penguins are embracing his message anymore, and that could yet be a real problem. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine is the number to call. We got Jeff and Paul on hold. We'll get to them in just a moment. We got Mike Rupp at four thirty, Dajon at five thirty. I'm sick. We have the thing here called a cough button. I hope I hit it before I cough. Is that still the term, a cough button? That sounds a little, a little, it sounds not technical enough. But we got a cough button. And hopefully I will hit it before disaster strikes. Actually, like, remember the period I went through when I would cough on the air? Like, just, yeah, yeah. Because what's the difference? Who cares I I love defying radio convention, coughing on the air. People say, you can never have dead air. People will switch the station when there's dead air. That's the first rule, dead air. Rule broken, and I bet you're still there. 105.9 The X. Now, the super genius, Mark Madden. I'm one of a kind on the radio. Thank you for being the best damn radio host in Pittsburgh. It's a family affair. The X at 1059. Penguins shook up their lines of practice today. Uh, Gensel, Crosby, and Bugstad. Been telling you for days they were going to try that. Uh, Rust, Cullen, and Kessel. Simone, McCann, and Hornquist. Pearson, Blueger, and Wilson. And they changed the defense pairs a bit as well. Pedersen and Letang. Dumoulin and Johnson. Mata, up, And then the extra guys, Ruedel and Schultz. Uh, like I said, I knew Bukestat would get a shot on Sin's wing. But that makes Matt Cullen the number two center right now. Yikes. Rust, Cullen, and Kessel. I bet Kessel is thrilled. Uh, but, but no less than Hornquist with McCann and Simone. Uh, I don't like breaking up Latang and Dumo, although I do get the concept of spreading the wealth, and right now with Johnson in a bad patch, it makes sense to play him with the team's best defensive defenseman, which is clearly Brian Dumoulin, and Pedersen's distinguished himself well enough defensively that he'll be able to do a good job as Latang's partner. Put it this way, if he's covered up for some of Johnson's mistakes, he can cover up when Latang takes a chance. It might even be an easier job. We're talking about A.B. One of his baby mamas is accusing him of using both hands to push her to the floor and then pushing her out the door when she refused to leave his dwelling. They were arguing over who should pay for their daughter's haircut. This just shows what a jackass A.B. is because the guy makes how many million? How much could a haircut be? Even if it's one of those fancy schmancy haircuts, 100 bucks tops, 100 bucks is ass white money to AB. But he just has to be a jerk. And like a lot of guys do in that situation, he uses money to control the baby mama. And that's just his little way of doing it at that moment. And you mark my words, you don't want to hear it. Juju is the seed. That grows into the A-B tree. Remember I said that. Juju is the seed that grows into the A-B tree. Let's go to uh, Paul and Glenshaw. Paul, you're on with Double M. What's going on, Double M? What up, man? Uh, not too much. So, uh, yeah, I called into the show and I just want to talk to you about A-B. I mean, what's going on with them? Uh, what do you think? Uh, next season brings for A.B., you think he's going to be in a Steelers uniform or what, man? That's a little bit of a broad conversation for something we've narrowed down almost constantly for months, but uh, uh, my prediction last segment was uh, he will beg to come back. He will apologize, beg to come back, because he's minimized his options through all his shenanigans this year, and especially this one. By the way, showing up high on TV at the Super Bowl didn't help. And I'm sorry, we don't know for sure he's high. I know what a guy looks like when he's high. And he might have looked fly, but he high. He pretty high. So if people just want to give a third or fourth round pick for A.B., and it may really be down to that now in terms of what he could fetch in return, he apologizes, he comes back, and then he starts the cycle of turmoil all over because A.B. might at some point feel he has to tell the Steelers what they want to hear, but he will not mean one word of it. Let's go to Jeff in Bridgeville. Jeff, you're on with Double M. Yeah, yeah, how you going, man? Good. Good. No, just wanted to touch on the whole juju thing. Like, on the one side, it's, you know, he's probably the most likable Steeler, I think, that there is right now, aside from maybe James Conner. So, I mean, him just, you know, being a bit of a clown and, you know, going after uh, you know Wall like in his injury and everything. I mean, that was... Bro, I don't funny. care about him going after Wall and his injury because I don't care about John Wall. He's an attention whore who just can't get enough of himself. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I was just... The way how I jumped in, I didn't catch the whole thing. If Juju could, he would I run heard. across the beach and leap into his own arms. He just cannot <laughs> get enough of himself. And again, that's following in the A.B. footsteps and the Lev Bell footsteps. And don't be so sure James Conner don't have those footprints measured, too. Let's go to Larry in Greentree. Larry, you're on with Double M. Hey, Double M. Uh, two things. Uh, one, you just brought up uh, Colin on the second line. I mean, how is he going to be able to handle that? I mean, Well, wow. I think he can handle the duty very temporarily. I don't think he can handle the minutes. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, and this and- is one thing where Sully, Sully's changed for the worse in one regard. When he came up, he would shove old guys aside and trust young guys. Now he shoves young guys aside and trust old guys. He has morphed visibly to that end in the last two years. He's Uh, doing the Balsma thing. You know who should be on the second line right now? Given who's available and given that they want to play Bukestad at right wing with Sid, Teddy Bluger should be the second line center. Because if you look look at the options, it's not so much that he's playing great, but if you look at the options. Cullen, McCann, and Bluger. The guy with the pedigree and the talent to play second-line center is Bluger. The other guys are bottom sixes and always have been. Bluger could be better given chance. Chances sometimes bred from necessity. That necessity is there, and Sullivan's ignoring it. 4 3 39 i am serious when I say the Steelers should just cut A-B. Yeah, it goes somewhere else. So what? You don't get a draft pick, so what? It would have just taken Artie Burns Jr. with that draft pick. Actually, probably somebody worse because, well, actually, Artie, a guy probably should have gone in the third round. And I'm telling you, A.B.'s value has dropped down to second round for sure, and maybe after this start, Imagine you're the New York Jets and the San Francisco 49ers. You trade for A.B., Headline in your paper, whether it's the San Francisco Chronicle or the New York Post. Team acquires domestic abuser Antonio Brown. Because that would be in the headline. Make no mistake about it. Actually, the New York Post headline would be a lot funnier than that, but you you get my drift. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I got a real cliche topic coming up later. Don't call about it now, and I'm not even sure I want you to call about it later. But what sports movie has the corniest ending? Corniest ending of all time in a sports movie. If you want to tweet, go ahead and do that at Mark Madden X. I'm the super genius, 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, what's up, brother? Hey, double M. Well, I love Sally Wiggum, but not as much as soccer. I think it's the best thing I've almost ever heard. VX at 105.9. Who told you that? I hate soccer. Interesting that Jim Rutherford's turned over about a third of the Penguin roster since the start of the season. But you know what I don't think he's done, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's traded anybody with a Stanley Cup ring, at least not one here in Pittsburgh. I'm sure he hates to do that. I do too. Maybe that's the next move if things don't pick up. Uh we're talking about AB, aren't we always He uh, is alleged to have pushed one of his baby mamas to the ground with both hands, then forcibly ejecting her from his domicile after they argued about who was going to pay for their daughter's haircut, which makes A.B. petty, Tom Petty. What, you can't afford your daughter's haircut making how many million? My God. Uh, A.B.'s killing the Steelers. Would you give up a first-round pick to a guy who looked high at the Super Bowl, walked out on his team week 17, and then got involved in a domestic dispute? At least that's alleged. Don't forget, he's almost 31, quit on the team week 17, a resume of stupidity that dates back far before that, And since week 17, A.B. has done nothing but remind every team that might want him that he is both very high risk and a dink. A.B.'s consistent. I give him that. He's even selfish in the offseason. A.B.'s lawyer blamed the media for talking about the domestic incident. Dude, the police showed up. That's so Trumpian. If you don't like the truth, blame the media. That was before uh, what exactly is alleged to have happened uh, was reported today. And now with A.B. and his lawyers, just deny, deny, deny. Well, I would refer Penguin calls? Wonder if I going to get them? A.B.'s taking the show over. He's going to want an executive producer's credit. Uh, losing to Carolina last night for the Penguins, That was weird. It was a weird game. Carolina plays weird. They just throw the puck at the net constantly, and sometimes it goes in. they got a good defensive core, too. they got guys like DeHaan in their bottom pair. He's a better bottom pair guy than than Johnson or Pedersen, dare I say. Uh, I also feel like I should be buying designer shoes from him, DeHaan. Uh, Pittsburgh didn't get a shot. For the first 11 minutes of the third period. Now think about that. They're down 2-0, so they got to be throwing everything forward. Heck, they throw everything forward all the time. And they couldn't get a shot on goal for the first 11 minutes of the third period. Uh, Bukestat and McCann haven't scored yet. They've looked okay, but you got to score. McCann had a real good chance last night and got robbed by McElhenney. Which surprised me because I thought McElhenney was Columbus's backup. No, they got Corpusallo. McElhaney used to be there. Uh, let's go to Nick in the truck. Nick, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Um, you earlier just briefly mentioned James Conner could possibly go to, you know, the dark side like A.B. Um, I want to preface by saying I'm not a, a, a diehard Pitt fan, nor am I a Yinzer um, but I wanted to share with you at least, one in situation where he actually shows some redeeming qualities. Not yeah, yeah I don't need to go. hear that. He showed plenty of redeeming qualities. Goodbye. I'm you know, I'm not gonna have this be let's tell a great story about guys we like day. Uh James Conner has a lot of great qualities, he's a great story. But I'm telling you, we emulate what we see every day. Am I right? We emulate what we see every day. And the dominant personality in that Steelers locker room is Antonio Brown. You're impressionable, you're young, we emulate what we see every day. I think that was the line in uh, that creepy movie with Anthony Hopkins. Silence of the Lambs. There was a remake of that on Sunday night. Silence of the Rams. Get it? Let's go to Rick and Butler. Rick, you're on with the super genius. Double M, love the show. What up? Uh, What... Everything with AB, um, knowing whichever baby mama it was, he knew like who she is and what she does. So as far as he should have just given her the money and just let her. Uh, to... Well,
1: like to, like, like to, I to, said,
0: to, sorry. Uh, a, a, no, you're okay. A guy in that situation uses money to exert his power over the woman, even right. if, if it is for something as petty as a haircut, right? I mean, to avoid a situation and just, he's going downhill. You know, a good way to avoid that situation is to marry one woman and live in a family unit with the kids. Absolutely. And and I'm sorry, speaking as a single parent-only child, I think, I think you're better off, every kid's better if that happens. A.B. has, what, three baby mamas, five kids? It's hard to keep track. Meanwhile, oh, wait, this just crossed my, my eyes. Thank you for the call. Thank you. AB didn't want to pay for his daughter's haircut, but he just bought a watch worth 190K, Richard Millie. If that's mispronounced, I can't afford it anyway. Kind of like a ZJ. If you have to ask big man, you can't afford it. Two more goat rings, 20K each. Five carat diamond earrings for 50K. A diamond chain for 220K. Let me do some quick math. 230 280 spent a half a million bucks on jewelry, but he can't pay for his daughter's haircut. Guy's a piece of crap, okay? I told you years ago he's a piece of crap. He's a piece of crap. Let's go to, uh, oh, wait, we don't have to talk to Joe because I was about to correct my mistake anyway. See you later, Joe. The Penguins did trade a Stanley Cup guy, Carl Hagelin. He was so invisible until they traded him. I plum forgot he was there in the first place. Let's go to uh, Mike in Hampton. Mike, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Uh, This is going back to something you said about Sullivan and they're not buying into the system anymore. Uh, No, no, that's not... I'm not sure buying in is the word I would use. I just think they're not executing it because they want to score more goals. Okay, well, how how would you remedy this? Because the old-style coaches... The, the, the players well, you're not going to buy. trade your good players. Although, let me tell you, Sid buys into everything the coach wants. Okay, okay, but, they, they, but a lot of guys okay. are just out there playing offense. Period. Okay. Sullivan talks about it for heaven's sake. Well, is there any good remedy for it then? Because the old the old coaches wouldn't put up with it. But I know the way it is now with the, the no. There's no the remedy point. right now. Okay, no, I was just curious. I mean, that. I mean, you, you don't want to fire Sully, do you? No, no, I don't. I really like you know what the sad part's going to be? I, I don't want to fire Sully now or later. If this team has a short playoff stay or misses the playoffs and they start off bad next year, even though it won't be his fault, Sully's job will be in jeopardy. And that'll be very sad. Yep, but it's the way hockey works, too. Yeah, Coaches come true. with an expiration date in hockey no matter how good they are. Hey, if Chicago can fire Quenville, Pittsburgh can fire Sullivan. Let's go to Corey in the car. Corey, you're on Double M. What up, Big Sexy? What up? Uh, about AB and his uh, big personality, do you think that he would be able to change under the leadership of another team? Like if we cut him and he went to No, no, it's, it's, else, way, it's way too late. Way too late. Okay, what about Juju now? Do you think Juju is too late also? Or do you think that he could eventually... Not under the leadership. I think he's. I think he's, ta- I think he's got a taste. I think Juju's got a taste of that social media superstardom, a taste of that sponsor money. I don't know. I don't know. But to well, be fair, he is not behaving in malicious fashion like AB has. So would you agree that if with no change in coach and keeping AB wouldn't really be? Oh, worthwhile? I've said. I've said frequently the Steelers can't solve their problems with Tomlin as coach. The the enabler can't suddenly become the fixer. Are you trying to imply, so what the heck, let's keep A.B.? Oh, I would say, why wouldn't you cut him? Why would we keep him? If he's not going to change and we're not going to change the coach. Why, what part because they just can't the get, get past the stats like and the scores, even though the scores weren't enough in the positive column to to make the playoffs. All,
1: right, all they mind think mind about is mark.
0: football, and I'm going to talk about it later. Heck, I'll talk about it now. I talk to guys who cover the team all the time like Pursuta and Lolly, who really know what they're talking about. They're they're good reporters. They think the turmoil has nothing whatsoever to do with the Steelers underachieving. Like you said to Pursuta, Pursuta's like talking to Mike Ditka. Got to block and tackle. Kicker got to make some kicks. And all that's true. But boy, if I were in a locker room with Antonio Brown for how many years, like some of these guys, I'd say, you know what? Until this little rodent shuts up, I don't feel that much like blocking and tackling. You know, it's my theory about Ben. If you get hit in the head with a hammer six days a week, but the guy who does it does real good the seventh day, eventually it don't matter how good he's going to do the seventh day, you're going to get tired of getting hit in the head with a hammer. And that's what A.B. does to Ben when he does that whole locker room. He hits it in the head with a hammer repeatedly. It's no fun to be on a team with a guy like that unless you're like-minded, which means you want to have fun, fun, fun till Daddy takes the T-Bird away. I'm going to have fun. It's all about fun. Let's have fun. But I wish I could just yell that over and over again and have a radio job like some people. Let's go to Joe in the truck. Joe, you're on with Mark. Joe, you're on here. All right, hey Mark. Uh, just more or less go over a little scenario here, something to draw a parallel to. I look at Antonio Brown. I know he's making unbelievable money, but I also just draw a parallel to, let's say, Rogers Comardi and Travis Henry with his family situation and their, their love for spending money. I could absolutely see Antonio Brown going bankrupt. I believe within ten years of oh, let me, let me. I've made a guarantee already, my friend. I'm way ahead of you. Ah, okay. By the time AB is out of football for five years. I guarantee I will have more money than he does. And five may be generous, but I, I do agree with you. I'll give an example: AB last year. If this sport track website is to be believed, then why wouldn't it? AB last year made sixteen mil. Okay, that's the cash he made last season. It might not sound like much spending five hundred k on jewelry in in one fell swoop. He spent one thirty second of his salary on jewelry at one time let me ask you can you think of any circumstance that will compel you to spend one thirty second of your salary on a luxury item in one fell swoop i've never been before to those opportunities so no well no, of course you will have no matter what you make you could spend well, one thirty second of your salary but did well, you ever buy think a car to, if i buy a car that's about a hundred percent you know fifty percent depending on what i buy yeah but that that's not a luxury either is it <laughs> that's true that's true and would you spend it? Would you spend it on jewelry? Uh, absolutely not. No cocaine. Cocaine. Do you wanna? Do you wanna get co- Cocaine. I think I hit a nerve. Assuming his still work. The senses are heightened. Oh God! I got to talk to this guy before the break. We go now to Ashley Schaefer from Ashley Schaefer BMW. Super Genius, it's your good buddy, Ash Schaefer. Ashley BMW. Woo! Ashley BMW. Woo! Ashley BMW. Woo! I just want to make a comment on the last caller. Uh, I have spent 132nd of my yearly salary on a luxury item, and it had nothing to do with myself. It was for my closer and some enhancements. Well, that's intriguing. Perhaps you should say no more. Uh, super uh Quick question. Did my buddy, Mr. Kevin Gorman, talk to you about me? No, but I do like Kevin Gorman. Well, at the next Penguin game, ask him about Ashley Schaefer for me, please. Sometimes he's forced to sit next to me. I will do. That's your cue. All you bitches, take my shot. Woo! All right. On that note, we... Gotta take a break. By, by the way, uh, if, if AB did commit domestic abuse, the Steelers could void his contract, but that's the same as cutting him. I mean, the, the situation is do they want to cut him or get a draft pick or keep him? I'm telling you, write it down. You heard it here. He'll apologize. Me a culpa, me a culpa. Pretty much beg to come back. He will. And that's when the funnel really starts. 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. I would want total and absolute autonomy. Hey, Mark. Great show. Are you part psychic? Well, I'm actually more neurotic than psychic. The X at 105.9. Bob Prince was the uh, legendary Pirates play-by-play announcer. Boy, dating back many years. uh, Very prominent in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. But did you know he was once the Penguins play-by-play guy? Got fired by the Pirates, did one season for the Pens, 77-78. I got a commercial featuring Bob Prince and his hockey work posted on the Mark Madden page of WXDX.com. I also got Rick Kehoe scored 312 goals for the Penguins, now a for the Rangers, did some coaching here in Pittsburgh, too. I got video of him scoring two goals on Jim Rutherford in goal for Detroit. And uh, I got a couple other videos, one of which will explain why I've never driven a Nissan. Check it out on the Mark Madden show at WXDX.com. Uh... I, w- I talked about this a bit earlier. I was on DV this morning. Love doing that. And I was talking about how the Steelers beat guys seem to believe that the turmoil surrounding this team doesn't affect the result. Not all, but many. I think Dulac thinks the turmoil has negative effect. But like Brasuda and Lolly, for sure think the turmoil is just part of doing business It doesn't figure it all into the winning and losing. Now, I have always said the chemistry is overrated, and I stand by that, but the toxicity with Bron and Bell has been so overwhelming for so long, and the Steelers have underachieved during their tenure, so is it a stretch to connect those dots? I don't think so. Penguins was playing Florida next, and uh, Derek Broussard talked to the Pittsburgh media. He's a Panther now, and he said he feels free now. Oh oh oh, 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 I feel free. Bump, 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 bup, bump, 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 I hope you know who Cream is. Otherwise, i just lost all of you. Anyway, Broussard said he feels free and it wasn't a good fit in Pittsburgh and blah, blah, blah. And Broussard wasn't being malicious when he discussed his time at Pittsburgh, but he's the one who failed. In Florida, they stink, so he can play top six. Although he's not a top six center in Florida, because they got Trocek and Barkov, so Broussard's at wing, which he wasn't good at here because he's never played it. Anyway, Florida's going to trade him again before the deadline. But Broussard failed. He kept tripping over his lower lip. He spent a lot of time on the line with Kessel, and he couldn't make it work. That's the story of Derek Broussard in Pittsburgh. The Penguins didn't ask him to be a checker. They just wanted to play like he always played, but Brassard's ego couldn't handle his spot on the depth chart. We got Devin and the Hebrew Hammer on hold. We'll get to them in a moment. Also, I want AB calls. I want Penguin calls. If you're just tuning in, The details have sprung to light about AB's domestic dispute, and I hasten to add, just because you're accused don't mean you did it, and he was not arrested. But we've got a cliched sports talk segment coming up. What sports movie has the corniest ending? That's 30 seconds away on 105.9.